Welcome to yet another episode of Show Center, the air show podcast. I had to stop and think about the name. It's just because it's so late. <laughs> We've been up for hours. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Listen, we're coming to you right after uh, ICAST, the International Council of Air Shows. For those of you just joining this show and have never heard it before, we're having a convention, a virtual convention. We've all been on Zoom for like 38 hours now or something like that, going strong. But we just had a, a big award, a special achievement award was presented to the three of us, along Some, with Steph somehow, Strickland. I don't know how they somehow. did that. This well, anyway. program has now won two awards, and yeah. we've been doing our damnedest not to win anything. <laughs> <laughs> not promoted. But listen, truly, we were honored. Uh, the entire socially distant air show team was honored this evening uh, in conjunction with uh, another award. I want to be clear about that because Rick got kind of confused. But another award tonight was also given out, which is why everybody really showed up. And that was uh, uh, Doreen Hillard uh, winning the Bob Hoover Wingman Award. Awesome job. And a huge congratulations and, to Doreen. No kidding. And 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 my confusion came about, Rob, as, as you understand, is that it would be more fitting for us to get the Hoover Award because we fly this show as far into the crash as possible, to <laughs> paraphrase the great Bob Hoover. But uh, apparently our unprofessional uh, program here has paid off big time. And, and Rob, we got to share another award. I literally cannot. I, no, I'm not kidding. We really can't. You've muted your mic. Yeah, and we've got, and now we, for some reason, we've got video of Rob, and we can't <laughs> hear him waving his hands around like he waving his hands. He, he's staring into the camera oh like it's goodness, not on, <laughs> but we can't hear him. This, you can't make this stuff up. He literally can't. I know I'm not going to cut the mic off. <laughs> this is pure gold. This is gold. That Rob inside can't. joke. Every time we start this program before we get going, we yank Rob's chain by telling. As you can hear, we actually cannot hear him. We've got you. We finally, you're in. You now. got me now? Yes. <laughs> I've been screaming at you guys since you started the theme. I can't hear myself. I don't there know what are. happened. It just went all haywire after we after we did our thing for the whatever that was that we Yes, we won the award and how exciting is that? That's really a cool thing. <laughs> okay. This is absolutely. exactly Should we start over? Right. No. No, we're not no, starting over. Starting. This, this is, is <laughs> I just burned 2 minutes of valuable time on the internet. That's all right. Here. It's cheap. So listen, it, seriously though, this is Congratulations been a, you guys. Well, hey, Congratulations to you and congratulations to Doreen and everybody. We've had some oh, some boy. great times so far at the 2020 uh, socially distant ICAST convention, uh, yes. which uh, is going on right now. And this is one for the books. I mean, it really is. They inducted Ralph Royce into the Hall of Fame uh, last night. Tomorrow night, uh, if you're just listening to this, hopefully you're listening to it late or in the morning, uh, Thursday night is the big night. Sword of Excellence is unveiled and the Art Scholl Memorial Award for Showmanship is uh, coming up. So, lots of stuff to see and do. How how is the, the trade the show two floor? Biggest, though? Which, by the way, they will never give to us. Right? No, we're never getting those. But, <laughs> but well, wait a minute. Now, Rob's we, won we the sword. The, we get the special achievement yeah. award. <laughs> Short. 
No, don't say it. Don't you it's, dare say it. <laughs> don't go there, Rob. Rick's no, going to no, jump no, through this just, microphone, and he's going to beat your little ears with it. I'm going to pull your arms off and beat you to death with them. Uh, there's bogs when we need them. You but, were saying, Matt. I was saying, what are you doing on the convention floor? Because that that has nothing. been a little you want different. The to no, that no, no, Nothing. we've we've had some bit. All three of us have had some business from the floor, but there there is, all kidding aside, there there is a little bit of downtime. And unlike yes, there always is, yeah. But unlike in person, where you can kind of walk around and see everybody, or if you're like me, you leave Jay Rabbit in the booth and you abandon ship and run off and <laughs> send people to this Rick is- just to watch him squirm, you know. But uh, what are you doing? I mean, what are you occupying your time with? Well, you just have to sit there in front of Zoom with the camera on and wait. Literally wait you, for people to come by. And you wait, and then somebody jumps in on you, and there's no ding to let you know somebody's come up to the booth, and they catch it when you're picking your nose or something. It's just... Or your banjo, uh, in your case. You've been, you've yeah, been what, hauling up the musical instruments and practicing. Well, I would love to know, seriously, room. though. I would love to know what everybody's been doing, because there have been some, some no doubt, some compromising moments for some people. Well... Well, Doug Rosendahl stopped in uh, while during the exhibit booth to walk by my booth, stopped in and talked to him for 20 minutes uh, yesterday. So it's, you know, totally social call on that. Yeah, they, and I, I was stepped out of the room because you can and you turn the volume up and people can walk into your virtual booth. And the only way you know they're there is you hear them calling out to you because all they <laughs> see is an empty chair. Right. So I'm out, I'm out having a conversation with my wife about, you know, the rest of the day and some things we can do today in between sessions and everything. And all of a sudden we hear two giddy female voices coming out of my office room going, Ricky P, <laughs> Ricky P, Ricky P, Ricky P. This, this is not good. And, uh, and of course, it was it was Darcy and uh, Angela from, from California checking in into the booth and uh, from Sacramento. But uh, for most of the time in between, Matt, I've found time because I'm getting ready to move to an island because I've had it with people. Um, <laughs> we're going to an island that's only accessible by boat I love <laughs> in it. the middle of January. So uh, my studio is basically a part. And where I am in the basement right now is just uh, where we're it's it's kind of like an assembly line with moving boxes with various sizes getting ready to be labeled and organized and packed. So I've been leaving the computer open so I can hear if someone drops by in the booth while I'm packing boxes. Thank you. I have been so bored. I'm not kidding you. I have been so bored. I've been calling telemarketers. How bored have you been? I've been calling telemarketers back. No. No kidding. Telemark- no kidding. You want to hear? calling them back. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling them back. How did so- you get a telemarketer's number? Well, that's easy to get. You know, if you if you just listen, but but no kidding, the Social Security Administration called me uh, today, and I decided that since I had nothing better to do but sit in my booth, that I would call them back ten times. This no kidding about ten calls to the to the Social Security Administration. Social Security Administration, how can I help you today? Yes, ma'am. Just calling y'all back. Missed your call. This is the, uh, yeah, I am uh, from the investigation department of uh, Social Security. My name is Officer Sarah. What seems to be the problem? Are y'all looking for a criminal or something? I can pull up your information and yeah. uh, let you know what was the call. Oh, yeah, that'd be gr- Well, yeah, that'd be great. You know what? Listen, you can't be too careful today. All these bad people running around. Y'all got a lot of people working around there today. <laughs> I can hear a whole bunch of people. Yes, yes. 
Y'all socially distancing yeah. yourselves with the COVIDs? Yeah. You got the, all the distancing away socially? Can't get too close these days. Yes, hello? Yeah, hell, I was trying to get a hold of Officer Sarah. Is Officer Sarah back there? She just We just got hung up on here. I was Officer giving her my name. Sarah. Yeah, Officer Sarah. Okay. Okay, so okay, she must be having some work. How can oh. I help you, sir? What, what officer are you? My name is Kevin. Kevin oh. Joe. Hi, Kevin. Uh, Officer Kevin. I said there's a lot of people there. Y'all y'all ain't got the COVIDs or nothing getting that close, I guess. Yes, I'm there. Oh, okay. Well, here's my name. It's, I said it's Sven Odenstein. She's telling me y'all's chasing down a criminal or something. I believe your name is Jolly Matthew. No. No, he, he has this yes. phone. He has the phone, but that ain't mine. This is Sven Odenstein. Department of Social Security Administration, how can I help you today? Somebody said something that y'all had a plumbing problem and you needed your toilets plumbing fixed. Problem. Yes, sir? No, sir. The thing is, this is Department of Social Security. Y'all need a plumber? No, sir, we don't. Because I've heard nothing but this whole time we've been on the phone. Sir, did I call you? No, I called you back. You said... Because, uh, yeah, Officer Sarah, then Officer Kevin, and somebody else started talking about they needing a plumber, and I said, well, I, I am a plumber. I can come out there and help you. I got it. I think you don't have any problem. Don't call me again, or I will report your number. Yeah, there you go. I'll report your number. Don't call me again. <laughs> oh, my God. To have had the opportunity to get it to the point where they tell you that... <laughs> Please tell me you have this number, and here's the yes, deal. Yes, yes, so well, here's we, the deal. When we, put, when we put this up on our Facebook page, that's right. we are going to put in the post where we share the podcast, we're going to put the number two and knock yourself That's down. right. You you can call, and we would like to hear We would like to hear what happens when you call. So if you, uh, if you have a way, when you call the uh, Social Security Administration, we'd love to... Uh, We'd love to hear about that uh, <laughs> to see, and just to see what they, happens. And they were in I Memphis. I almost right? feel like I should pay you for this number. <laughs> uh, but they were in fun. Memphis. They, it sounded like they were in Memphis. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was in Memphis for sure. That's uh, that's for sure. I, I want to call. Uh, I want to call one of our good friends in here, and uh, and just see if he even answers the phone. Uh, speaking of being not far from Memphis, I'm talking about uh, Mr. Matt Yunkin. Let's just see if he answers. Arkansas. 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 Hello. Is this Matt Yonkin? Yes, sir. This is Matt Jolly, Rick Peterson, and Rob Ryder. We're calling you uh, on the show. Have you ever heard of this show called, it's called what? Uh, show Center, Center show the air show Showtime. podcast. Showtime. You're, you're on live. <laughs> show Center. Oh, okay. We're very professional here, Matt. No, I. You aren't trying to sell me an extended warranty for my used car, are you? No, but I got, I got the number if you'd like it. I got the number. Listen. Well, you, that's good to know. They called me earlier this week, so I thought this might be a return call. No. So, so Matt, thanks for coming on. Uh, you, of course, are an all-star performer, one of the best there is in our industry, and a, and a great friend of all three of ours. Last year, and this is what I wanted to talk to everybody about, last year, Hallmark no kidding, made an, a Christmas ornament from your yard art in your front yard uh, for your your holiday decor. Uh, because as we all know, <laughs> yeah. you love Christmas. You you and Christy, you're just obsessed with Christmas. Uh, you even threw out Santa Clauses uh, over Kyle Franklin's house, who was a big Halloween fan. And right before <laughs> Halloween, you flew over in the beach and you threw out all these Santa Clauses. We can talk about that. But this year, this year you have outdone yourself yet again 
and you have gone full up Christmas vacation with a station wagon and a tree with even the root ball uh, exposed <laughs> this year, all in lights. Yes, sir. If you say so, I'll go with it. Yeah. <laughs> the Griswold Award, right? Yeah, the Griswold Award. We, how, how is it Absolutely. going for you, though? I mean, how's it going for you? It's been a, it's been a long, long season uh, since we last talked of, of not a lot of anything. Any, any Christmas decorating tips uh, or, or how to spend the holidays that you'd like to impart? Because that's what it's come to, Matt. Yeah, because there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> well... Well, uh, it's, it's a little bit late for my advice at this point, but uh, basically when Lowe's and Walmart put their Christmas lights and all their other decorations out in September, go and buy way more than you than you think you'll ever use, charge it up on your credit card or whatever, and then go home and uh, deck your house out accordingly because you know they'll take all that stuff back, especially if you have your receipt. <laughs> But I'm here to tell you, just a week before Thanksgiving, everybody else had the same idea I did. And so when I went back for reinforcements, there were none to be had. We couldn't even oh. buy the little clips to put the lights on the house because they were completely sold out. And you live and, right uh, by the Walmart mega ship. Yes, sir. So yeah. I visited several stores and they all, uh, they all had the same problem. The one here in town did, but, uh, you know, first world problems, I guess. You know, the car. So this, this, this is this is why you had to go back into the garage and pull a station wagon out, right. parking on the front lawn. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we uh, a, a funny story about that car. So, uh, my grandfather designed and built autopilots in the 1960s for a company called Mitchell Industries, which became Century Flight Systems. And the 1963 Dodge 330 station wagon that I currently have uh, would take all of the production models of those autopilots from Mineral Wells, Texas to Fort Worth every night so they could be shipped out all over the world on the airlines. That's what that car did for a living for about 20 years. And the company that that owned it, they never sold it. They just uh, let it rot down on the ramp. And my dad was down there one time. He grew up in Mineral Wells, and he tried to buy it from the owner, and they wouldn't sell it to him. And I went down there twice before the guy entertained my offer, and I brought this thing home. And I knew my grandfather wasn't going to be impressed, which was part of the reason I bought the car. You know, if you've <laughs> ever met Jim Yunkin, watching him uh, explode was uh, – was very gratifying. Uh, his chain <laughs> drug so his chain drug so far behind him. It was really easy to step on it. Just give it a yank for entertainment purposes. <laughs> and so, anyway, I got this car. It's still got the faded uh, airline pilot holding the flight instruments logo on the door with Mitchell Industries written on one side and all that. And I had it delivered back to Arkansas and dumped on the ramp out in front of the hangar. And Grandpa. Uh, who had a hangar in Springdale. I'm in Siloam Springs. They're, you know, they're 12, 15 miles apart. He would come over about lunchtime every day. Uh, he never could just admit that he wanted to just hang out with us and uh, see how things were going. He always had to have an excuse. So he would call me in the morning and find out who all's working there today. And then, uh, well, I got to measure something on the air scoop on the Twin Beach because I'm building this part for a friend of mine that lives in Oregon. So then he'd come over there and, um, you know, usually about lunchtime so that he could go out to lunch with the mechanics. And then, uh, 
sit around all afternoon after he took his two minute measurement and then fly back in the evening. And anyway, he called me up one day and I'd been waiting for this and he didn't, um, uh, he asked me, you know, who all was there. I told him, uh, he's going to be here around then. Well, at 1130, he calls me and I'm still at the house. I live right across the street from the airport and I was counting on being there with the cameras to document his uh, first impression of that car that he hadn't seen in person in 30 years. And anyway, he calls me up and I'm not there. And, uh, well, I'll just, uh, okay, well, I'll be over there in a minute. Oh, all right. Well, I'll, uh, I'll wait for you next to this, uh, this, uh, what in the, oh, you've got to be kidding me. And it just went, <laughs> it went south from there. And I wished I'd had a recording of all of the choice things he said about me and about that car at the same time as he was trying to process the fact that this horrible memory from his past was now <laughs> transplanted to Arkansas where he was going to get to visit it every time he came over to see me. Did, and, did he add words to your vocabulary? He did. I mean, that, you know, he was a great inventor, and that did not stop at mechanical things. He invented a few <laughs> phrases that I'll never forget. And uh, anyway, fast forward all these years later, he since passed away, and I've had that car, you know, in storage. And, uh, you know, I still want to restore it someday, but now there's nobody to restore it for because the, the people that, that were around that car that would have remembered it for what it was since passed on. But we thought, let's get it out. And my cousin-in-law has a, a big property and a whole bunch of cedar trees. And he was more than thrilled to take his Kubota and just push one of these things over with the root ball included. And I took the car over there on a trailer and his brothers loaded it up and we tied it down. And I even stopped and picked my soon-to-be teenage daughter up from school on the way home with this car on the trailer behind me. So all of her friends were thoroughly impressed. I mean, I want that of the year. I'm just certain. And uh, we got it home and hung lights on it. And we'll see what Hallmark has to say next year. I can't wait. I, you know, so you're... is it, if I've got it, cause I haven't seen a picture of it yet, but you're going to send us one so that we can include it in our post. Uh, oh, absolutely. This is an accident scene is what it is. Is the car knocks the tree over it? <laughs> No more well, accident when no more an accident when the tornado took out your motorhome, the trailer. <laughs> that's true. That's a, that's a fact. You know, uh, I'm kind of hoping to see if I made the paper. I mean, do, do you guys realize how famous I am? I'm not taking to tell you in case you don't know. <laughs> so I, I have been. I I am so famous that I have been on the front page of the Siloam Springs Herald newspaper four times and that's really hard to do because the paper only comes out on Wednesdays and maybe on Sunday. Okay. And, uh, and for anyway, you were arrested. Do what? For what were you arrested? Well, I was never arrested. You know, I had an airplane accident back in 2009, so that made the paper. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. uh, I had somebody ran a red light and took the front end off my truck and then instead of stopping, they got on the wrong pedal and spun around and buried their car up in somebody's house uh, that was across the street. So that was the second time. And then uh, the third time was when the camper ended up out in the middle of the street. You know, that was a big deal. That was the most interesting thing that had happened in Northwest Arkansas in a very long time. So we had all the news and the 
the paper and the TV and everybody was out here. And then finally, uh, we made the paper for uh, just going out in the evening and flying a, an old biplane around because the weather was nice. So that was a big relief to actually be on the front page of the paper without property damage being involved. I'm going to have to add <laughs> so, that to your bio there. You know. So I'm hoping that the streak will continue, and at some point over the holiday season, uh, maybe my lawn ornament will make the paper. You right. never know. Yeah, five would be great I, for I, you. Now, do they, <laughs> Matt, do they, do they do competitions? If there, is there a contest in the town which almost guarantees media coverage? Because my mother used to, my late mother, God rest her soul, and I will not miss this this Christmas, but whatever the new light thing was, she had to have it because she had to win the category every year in this little town that I grew up in, Smith Falls, Ontario. So my mother for years would put out the lights. Uh, we would have to help, of course, and then uh, like a month after Christmas, we'd have to take it all down and put it all away. And it got to be more and more competitive each year to the point where she couldn't keep up with the newest things. And there wasn't enough room on the lawn to put some of these things anyway. But she would then go into the almost corporate espionage type stage to win this thing to where she'd find out what night the judges were rolling down the street in the bus doing the judging of all the lights. And she'd know it down to the minute and tell us as kids sometimes to go, make sure all the lights are on, throw the switch now, get them all on. And then I can still remember the one year she said to me, and, and Ricky, she called me Ricky, Ricky, go over and take Gladys's uh, extension cord there and unplug it. <laughs> so half of her lights would go out. So hopefully it's oh, not that competitive. Wow. Well, you know, funny you mentioned that. Uh, as I was putting the lights on this car, and uh, most of the people in the neighborhood were walking by or driving by and, you know, exchanging one-liners with me from Christmas vacation or telling me what a nice job I was doing, uh, the people across the street who have a beautiful light display, uh, they were finishing it up, and one of them told me that Siloam Springs this year, for the first time ever, is having their annual Christmas light competition. And uh, first prize is $100, and then second and third are 75 and 50 accordingly. So um, you basically you spend $1,000 on lights, and you might be able to win the prize. <laughs> That's kind of the way it's set up. So this year, um, we entered the contest, and when you do that, it comes out on the city website, and they give your street address so that uh, everybody knows who is competitive. And we've had... If I had a dollar for uh, every car that has stopped and admired mine in the middle of the street over the last couple of weeks, I wouldn't have to book a season next year. Yeah. So, but, but you anyway, I, I we'll see how it turns it. out. Aren't you on a cul-de-sac? I am. Well, no, I'm. Uh, I'm in the in the front of the neighborhood, and uh, anyway, so we have a through street. But uh, there's a there's a stop sign in front of my house that. Uh, apparently over the last couple of weeks is uh, getting observed religiously. So That's right by the wrecked uh, trailer, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we all remember that story. Had, oh, yeah, I wish we had spray-painted. And, and 
there he goes. <laughs> what right. happened to Matt? Well, <laughs> it's it's just, knowing, just, knowing the luck he's been having, it's probably a tree that's fallen down on his <laughs> it's, it's, it's Miss Betty from the Siloam Ledger right there. Uh, we, telling you. I wanted to ask him. I wanted to ask him if he if he was going to take some of the lights from from the. Uh, uh, some of the lights from his house and put them on the plane on the. Twin I know. Beach. Well, that we got it. We got to call it back. The most professional show in all of air shows. You're listening That's to right. Show Center, where we relish. Yes. The show Center, the dropped call. That's right. Making the most of it. There he is, Matt Yonkin, back. I'm, I'm back. From trombone <laughs> to front page news, Matt Yonkin, ladies and gentlemen. You. You should never have put all those Christmas lights on the nearby cell tower. This is what's happened. That's right. Well, you know, they may be interfering with it. It's, it's hard to say. But, uh, well, Matt, we, we, wish you, uh, we wish you so much uh, success with all of your Christmas lights. Rob brought up a good point, though. He said, are, are you going to fly the airplane as part of the display and put more Christmas lights on it? Well, you know, if I find out when the judges are coming by and I can school my kids up on which lights to unplug next door, that might be the next step to just seal the deal. I'm glad so, I can uh, help. Well, thank you, Rick. I'll take if you've got any more pointers, I'm open. Listen, in the last in the last few minutes here, you literally threw out a, a whole plane load of Santa Claus uh, reenactors right over the top of Kyle Franklin's house. No legitimate Santa Claus reenactors were harmed in this stunt. Uh, and in fact, these these guys even had parachutes on. But uh, just tell us in the last few minutes here about that, because that was really something fun. Well, um, Kyle is year round all about Halloween, you know, blood, guts and gore. And let's make uh, let's make plastic bats that look like they died a decade ago in the oven and share it on Facebook with all of our friends and. He's got a hearse, and he's doing the spook house thing, and he is just eating up with this. And so he starts posting Halloween stuff in July. And the more he posts, you know, I like to poke the bear, especially online. So, you know, I'll, I've got this Christmas countdown thing that I'll put in the comment section and all that. And I woke up one morning uh, to Kyle declaring that this was the second annual Franklin versus Yunkin Christmas Halloween war. I thought, well, I didn't know we were at war, but, uh, okay, I guess I'd better arm up. And the memes got out of hand and then pretty soon the back and forth got going. And I posted that, uh, you know, my, uh, Christmas decorations were, uh, thought so well of that Hallmark, Hallmark actually, uh, took an interest in them and sent the pictures. And then he sends me something about, uh, you know, well, you've never taken a hearse through the drive-thru, and we've got these hearses in our front yard and all this other stuff, you know. And then pretty soon the, the response was, you know, he's talking about how new and original that is. I said, there is nothing new and original about having a worn-out Cadillac in your front yard. But you're just lucky that yours still has wheels on it. And it just went downhill from there. And uh, anyway the final straw was they were having a Halloween party at their house. And, uh, I'd coordinated ahead of time uh, with some friends of mine that, uh, that jump out of airplanes and we loaded them up in the beach and Christy and the kids went up dressed as Mrs. Claus and elves. And they were on the ground running the radio and we deposited these uh, Santa Clauses out the door over his place. And I'm not really sure. Uh, he's tried really hard to figure out how to one up that. And I just don't know that he can. 
I Uh-oh. think we won the war. Well, I think you have. So, uh, Congratulations. It, uh, just, just a second. Hang tell. on, hang on, hang on. The bus is driving by now. Let me ask them. And the, yes, you won the war. The folks <laughs> on the bus have said that you, you have won the war. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious! Listen, Matt. Thank you so much for coming on, and uh, a merry Christmas to you and uh, and your whole family yeah. down there. And I, I think every December, if we're doing this next year, or if we haven't uh, all taken up jobs at. Uh, at a grocery store or uh, some other form of business, we'll have you back on in December with uh, lighting tips from Matt. I think it'll be a, absolutely be a lot of fun. <laughs> Christmas episode. That's right, our Christmas a uh, Christmas story and everything next year. So Matt, thank you so much for coming on, bud. Great to hear. Well, your thank voice. you all for the invitation. It's good to hear you guys as well. Take and, care. And one of these Best days, we're going to have to find out how much Alabama Chrome you use to hold all those lights on. So uh, a couple of rolls. I'll there tell you go. that. There you go. Good stuff. <laughs> Matt Yonkin, a world-class performer. You can find him there uh, on, on our website in this show story link as well. My thanks to Matt. And and listen, our thanks to all of you for coming on. This has been quite a convention and, and quite a show. Anything you guys want to add in here before we wrap it up? Oh, God, no. I am so Zoomed out and computered out that uh, what I would like to do is get that number and just call that yeah. uh, call center back again so that <laughs> I can go to bed tonight with a big smile. On yeah, you should. We're going to we're going to share that in the in in the show notes there. We'll share the number and uh, feel free to give them a ring. Tell them Spin sent you and uh, yeah. we'll uh, we'll look forward to your comments. But uh, so long for now, everybody. We'll uh, we'll see you on the interwebs. And of course, uh, tomorrow uh, for the final day of the International Council of Air Shows virtual convention. For the love of God, visit my booth. Yeah, me too. We miss you. Someone. <laughs> Wake him back up. Someone dropped one. I actually fell asleep for seven minutes today. Oh. With my He's... head down and the video on. And I have no idea if someone came in or went out of my booth at all. I just know that when I looked at the clock, I went, oh, God, seven minutes have just vanished. That's the way you normally look at your booth. I, I will reach through this. I will reach into the line, and I will grab you by the jugular. <laughs> we can't hear you. That was. What? Where did Rob go?